Mm, like I'm in flow. I can feel it. <laughs> Talking about flow, I have to show you flow too. And yeah, I'm always in flow when I'm in that time in my cycle, you know, <laughs> as a woman. And yeah, I've heard many say that you shouldn't work when... Fuck that too. You work when you are inspired. And I'm very inspired in cycle four, let's say. <laughs> so yeah, you do you, okay? Whatever makes you flow. So yeah, it's a full full moon over us. Oh my God. And in my sign too, it must be. Mm. Maybe it's that. <laughs> Maybe it's why I feel it so much. Oh my. Mm. I think you can feel it too. And I wanted to say that I received one of the best mm, compliments that I've ever received in my life the other day. And it was one of you telling me that mm, many who are doing what I'm doing are trying to brag about their knowledge of the clock. But Jenny, you are just explaining the time. Ah, oh, oh my. Mm, I love that. And, and I, I totally understand it too, but mm, wow, thank you. Who said that? And it made me realize what it is that I'm doing. Um, and it made me, yeah, understand how to help you in a better way because now I know what it is that I'm doing you know and I've actually had like a lot of scientists and therapists who's been on a call with me on those open calls that I'm having um, from the US all of them and they are actually right now mapping out my life because they are very interested in my spiritual side and this knowledge. And a lot of you are too. And I'm not going to gatekeep anything. I'm going to tell you everything and how I know what I know and why and what I think is the reason, of course. Like, I'm not going to keep anything from you. I'm going to tell you everything. We're getting there, I promise you. <laughs> One day at a time, you know. Yeah, now we're in flow. And I have been mm, listening to approximately two audiobooks a month for nine years. <laughs> yeah. So one of my ex-boyfriends, he had many suicide attempts. And one time when he was at his worst, I felt so like, hmm, I felt like I couldn't help in any way. I felt so worthless. So I actually mm, fell down to the floor and I googled how to feel better. Mm, it's so cute now when looking back on it. Like mm, that little girl. That was about nine years ago. And yeah, I found audiobooks. 
And my dad has been working 21 years with something called ADHD. Mm, I actually don't believe in any labels and I don't believe in ADHD either. I think we're just special, you know. What did we call it 100, 200 years ago, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's another discussion. <laughs> but he's quite sure that, or he's 110% sure that I have this um, superpower. But he's not letting me mm, take any medication for my superpower, let's say. So what I did nine years ago was that I kind of took that because when when you have that superpower then you're able to focus it on something so I've been focusing that on personal development like yeah 100% like I would say that it's maybe too many books mm, yeah <laughs> I don't even feel like <laughs> listening to more that's where we are but I also have a very rough, saying very rough, life story. A very rough childhood, teenage years. Um, and it just continued in my 20s. And like, um, my therapist actually asked me if I was kidding when I told him half of my mm, life story. So yeah, it's it's been a ride and... It's been very, very tragic in many ways. And I've had a lot to to feel and to work with and to heal. Um, but I'm still very thankful for the life that I've had. Um, I wouldn't be this... Uh, I wouldn't have this knowledge if, if I didn't have that life, you know? Like... Because if I would say what my knowledge is coming from, and that is the question that many asks, like, I would say that it comes from living and not those books. Like, of course, I learned a lot from those books, but I learned more from living and living fearlessly. Um, I have always been living all in. Like, universe, take me, break me, shake me, do what you want to do with me so that I will grow. Yeah, I've always been that way. So I would say that I really do believe more in being out there living life than staying at home safe and read the books in personal development, if I would say anything. So yeah. Because it's beautiful to feel, you know. It is beautiful to be able to feel. Thank God that I am alive and that I have the mm, capacity to feel. Thank you. Mm, any feelings, they are beautiful. And they are meaningful. And they are supposed to be there. So yeah, I would really say that knowledge is coming from books. But wisdom, oh, you have to live to gain that. A hundred percent. 
And I have many of you asking about my suicide attempts and my suicidal thoughts and that period of my life since I started this podcast with explaining that. And I will tell this whole life story. I'm just unsure if it's going to be in this podcast or in another. Um, I think it would be better if I'm having someone here asking me questions, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to be me talking it through too, too fast, I think. So, yeah, we'll wait a little bit with that. But... Yeah, that time in my life, I can say that, that that time in my life was in a psychosis. So that was why I was feeling like that. A deep psychosis um, in three months' time. And those scientists and therapists that are mapping my story out, I, I love that they are doing that because it's like, oh, no, now it's less pressure on me doing it. <laughs> so thank you. And yeah, a lot of them are actually quite sure that I got a lot of my knowledge from that psychosis. And yes, I really do believe that too, because mm, I met complete darkness. I met the devil. I saw his eyes like a hundred percent, like after that ride, like it, it was pitch black for three months. I didn't see anything else. I don't remember anything else. So like, yeah, oh my. I learned so much, like from the way up and the way down there. Because I was so interested, you know, since personal development is <laughs> like my main thing. Then I was like, even if I was in the darkest place of my life, I was still like, this is a conference. <laughs> conference in darkness but I'm feeling the worst that I've ever felt in my life but it was something in it that I was just like mm, mm, sure that if I can just get the knowledge on the way down and the way up and not take any help any antidepressants like this is dangerous I wouldn't like recommend anyone to do that right oh my but those who are mapping me out says that something special happens when you don't take any help or any antidepressants and you just let yourself fall down to the bottom. Because if you manage to do that, then the springboard up is going to be insane. And oh yeah, I can feel that. Oh my God, I can feel the spring ward, let's say. Holy shit. So yeah, now I feel like when that person said that about the clock that I told you in the beginning of this episode, that I'm good at just explaining the time, that means that I'm taking a subject and just explaining it in a simple way. And I love that. So that's what I, I'm going to keep on doing that. And if we take a subject like self-love, because that is one of my main ones. 
I have been having workshops and women's circles and mm, uh, teaching this subject a lot and in coaching and with friends and like I've been diving deep in in that category and to explain for you how to start loving yourself because that is always the question like everyone is talking about self-love and no one is talking about how <laughs> it's like hello can someone yeah okay so let's do it the key to self-love is to not be nice to yourself but to be tough loving to you okay there's a difference yeah in the last episode i told you that when you have hateful thoughts about yourself then of course, be nice to you. But when it comes to you working on loving yourself and you working on self-love, that is when we don't want to be too nice to ourselves. Because if I am too nice to myself, like I've been for years, then I would say like, Jenny, don't focus so much on social media now. Let that go. Jenny, you don't need to have a podcast, go out in the woods and uh, eat mushrooms instead. Jenny, maybe you should just let everything go and party again. Just take some MDMA and just let everything go. You don't have to post anything for two years. That is the nice side of me. The too nice side. The other side is saying... Jenny, you've been sleeping on yourself for years. It, it is time to, to step up to your purpose. It is time to reclaim your voice. It is time for you to work on you. And to do this for you. That is the tough love. Do you see the difference? So... Learning how to practice self-love is to learn when it is okay, when it is benefiting you to be nice and when it is benefiting you to be tough loving. Do you see what I mean? Because if you're able to tough love you, oh my. Hmm. Oof, there's going to be some growth, I promise you that. I actually asked the woman that, that I can see, like, she is um, the friend that I have, that I, I can see that she's just, like, shining of self-love. And I asked her, like, two weeks ago, like, what is it that you do? And she said the same. I'm tough. Tough love. It's not self-love, it's tough love. I was like, yeah, fuck. That really is the key to... The key to master self-love is to master tough love. And yeah, there's not... I haven't even heard anyone saying it. So yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that I haven't said it before because I've been doing this for years. Um... But before that, I was all around nice to myself. I was like, yeah, I like this. But okay, take take an example like me um, 
taking half-naked pictures posting on Instagram because I'm a model, because I'm tantric, because yeah, I could come up with any like excuses for that. But the real answer to why I was doing it, if I'm going to be like super honest, and this is just me, it doesn't mean that it's you, but the real answer for me was that I wanted attention, like 110%. I wanted attention from men, of course. That's why I did it. That's why I was a model, even like, yeah, yeah, 100%. So the tough love there would be like, like I did, like, (laughs) we're not going to do this anymore, little girl. We're going to become a woman, you know. You're not going to, if you're going to have social media, it's not going to be in that category because it is not loving to you and you're not receiving any love from, why? The question is why? So yeah, turn every mm, category of life from being nice to you to being tough loving to you and oh oh bro you're gonna you're gonna I'm getting goosebumps because I, I know that you will actually do this too I can feel it and the growth that's gonna come from that oh my mm-hmm Because it is a high form of love, too tough love. Like, look at it in relationships. Like, the friends that are, like, trying to hold me in some perfect fucking pink uh, rose garden of cotton candy. No, 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 no. Like, those are the friendships for me that they don't last lost losing my english sorry <laughs> they don't last like no i i can't have that there's no way i i want the the mutley crew the iron maiden relationships the ones that are calling me out on my bullshit the ones that are not afraid of, of telling me when i'm doing wrong or like where i could do better like a hundred percent those are the people that I want in my life. The tough love ones. Because that is high form love. Because when they do, oof, I'm growing. Oh my God, I'm growing. And it's so beautiful to be in those relationships too. Because they are, yeah, I'm giving just as much tough love back. And... Yeah, it's just so beautiful to be in a space where you feel super safe in a relationship. And you feel safe to receive and give tough love. Mm. I call them my flower people. <laughs> because those are the people that I want to water. And who I want to receive water from, you know? We're all a flower. My therapist said that one time. He said, we're all a flower. You just have to pick your flower and then read about your flower. 
and realize hmm, what is the flower that is you? Hmm? Hmm. I love that. I think that that was it for today. Some tough love for you. And I hope you're doing fantastic. I hope the sun is shining in your face. And I hope you get curious about figuring out what is the flower that is here. And hey, I'm sending you all of my energy. And I really hope that you can feel it. I'm usually saying I hope you can feel it in the middle of your hands. <laughs> Until next time, I'm gonna love and leave you again, okay? Make sure that you are loving your surroundings even more today, okay? <laughs> <laughs>